Lift our Bibles up, wave them around, make Jesus glad, the devil mad. Let's say this together. Say, Heavenly Father, I do thank you for this wonderful time of year where I stir myself to remember your goodness. Oh, Lord, you've blessed me all my life. Thank you for bringing me this message that will remind me yet again of ways that you have helped me succeed, how you've healed me, how you've delivered me, and how you've been patient with me. Lord, I thank you for all your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen. And so uh, the message title I just want to start with, I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, share a message entitled Ingredients for Miracles. You know, I kind of chuckled when I saw this, this message. You know, it's in, it comes out of my archive. It comes out of, of 30 years of, of preaching and teaching the Word of God. I've got a veritable treasure chest in my home of, in my file cabinets full of notes and revelations. And, and I had to chuckle when I saw this title, Ingredients for Miracles. I just knew it was for you tonight. You've got your ingredients for your dressing or for your green bean casserole or for your pumpkin pie. You've got all kind of, I mean, it takes a lot of ingredients to, to cook up Thanksgiving. And uh, I want to talk about the ingredients for cooking up a miracle. Praise God. Ingredients for miracles, not only for you, but for people that you know, people that need a miracle. So we're going to start with Acts chapter 3 and read this wonderful testimony of Peter and John. Verse 1, now Peter and John went up together into the temple in the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And uh, a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, uh, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. <laughs> and all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. So here we see the first recorded miracle by the church. And when you read the next chapter in Acts 4.16, the temple rulers um, called it a notable miracle. And what is a notable miracle? Well, one that is, is widely known and cannot be denied. I mean, everybody knew about this this person, this lame man, he'd been there. He's above 40 years of age. And uh, he is an approved beggar. You know, he's approved by the temple so that when you give alms, you satisfy your obligation to the Jewish law to help the poor. 
And so everybody knew him, and no one could deny that he was lame, and no one could deny that he went walking, leaping, and praising God into the temple. <laughs> so he said that a notable miracle has occurred. No, you know, we cannot speak against it. And so you, st- you keep reading about, about this thing. And, I, you know, years ago when I got this message, when God gave it to me to give to you, just it came from just meditating on the story, meditating, putting myself there, just what, what if I was Peter? What, what would I, what, how would I go through this? What would I, what would I experience? And the first thing I noticed that they didn't pray for him. They didn't pray. He just spoke in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. So there was no prayer. Uh, number two, uh, both of them, Peter and John, fastened their eyes upon him. Now, they'd seen him many times. He's been out there for years. He's not a stranger. No one's, oh, I never saw him. No, he's been there for years. They've seen him, but this day they saw him in a different light. They saw him with a compassion. They they saw him with a great desire not to see him that way ever again. They had a, they were, they were the ingredients, the ingredients had been cooked inside of them by the Holy Ghost and a miracle cake <laughs> was brought, uh, brought in and served this man. And, uh, but this man's faith uh, was not mentioned. There's nothing to do with his faith. In fact, really, he was expecting to get some money from them. And uh, Peter had to clarify, we're not here to give you money. We're here to give you something worth more than money give you your healing. I mean, you give you your life back. And, uh, and then also in Acts chapter 4, it says when the temple rulers saw the boldness of Peter and John. So Peter and John had this boldness. I mean, you know, when, you, when you've got ingredients for a miracle, part of that, part of that uh, recipe for the miracle is boldness. And, uh, and they noted that they had been with Jesus. If we're going to have miracles, we're going to have to hang out with Jesus. How do we do that? We hang out with the Word. Jesus is the Word. And so, um, and then this man, what, what I noticed is he got healed first, and then he got saved. He went, I mean, his life was changed. Now, he didn't just get healed, and that was it, and got what he wanted. No, he got saved. So, um, and as I was meditating on these Verses. I got to thinking about what was different about Peter and John, and 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 the thing that you have to know about them is they had seen many miracles. They had been participants in miracles. They themselves had miracles when they were sent out by Jesus with two and by two and two, and also when they were sent out among the seventy, and they came back and gave report to Jesus. Jesus, even the demons are subject unto us in Thy name. I mean, they, they were told to go out and heal the sick, open blind eyes, cleanse the lepers. Amen. So they did that. They had seen miracles, and not, not only their own ministry, but they had seen and been eyewitnesses of many miracles that Jesus uh, uh, had in his miracle ministry. And the Bible is only a partial uh uh, record of those miracles. You know, the book of John says there were many more miracles that were done. If, if we wrote about all of them, we wouldn't, the world itself couldn't contain the books. So you, you think about somebody that's seen a lot. I'm telling you, Peter and John had seen a lot. And then uh, they had heard a lot. 
first of all, they heard what Jesus said. You know, in John 14, he said, the works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Uh, they heard him say that uh, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. In my name they'll cast out demons. So they heard that. And uh, they heard Jesus when he said right before he was ascended into heaven, he said in Acts 1.8, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. So they heard a lot. And, uh, and so what, what you see and what you hear, then that causes you to know something. I mean, they knew a lot. They had these ingredients. They saw, they heard, they knew. And they had that boldness. They just knew that God was going to back them up if they spoke in the name of Jesus. They didn't have to, you know, they just put all of their own personal feelings aside about it, any kind of doubts that the devil would try to bring their mind. I mean, he just, you know, when, when that man, that lame man didn't move fast enough, Peter reached down and picked him up by the hand. And there was the, the circuit was completed. He didn't just lay hands on him, but he did complete the circuit. His hand touched the lame man's hand. And I believe the power went shot right through his hand and he just got right up. He leaped up. <laughs> Glory. He went walking and leaping and praising God into the temple. And notice he went walking and le leaping and praising God. He wasn't praising Peter. He wasn't praising John. He was praising God. He was praising the one who healed him. Hallelujah. And so I, the other thing that I, that I look at is they, Peter and John, knew that they had something to give him. And see, we've got the same thing that Peter and John had. We've got the same thing Jesus had. <laughs> we've got the name of Jesus. We've got the power of the Holy Ghost, and we've got the Word of God. Hallelujah. Talking about ingredients for miracles. You know, while you're cooking up Thanksgiving Day, let's, I just want you to think about all the good things that God has inside of you to share with others. Uh, in Hebrews 11, 11, it talks about Sarah. And uh, let's turn over there real fast. Hebrews 11, 11, the Hall of Fame of Faith. It's what I call it. It says, through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because, because she judged him faithful who had promised so uh, one version of that verse says, through an act of faith. All of these are through an act of faith. See, faith is an action. Faith is acting like the Bible is true. Faith is acting like the Word is true. And so she had judged God faithful who promised. And God and His Word are one. So when you judge God faithful, you judge the Word faithful. The Word. The Word is faithful. The word is faithful. It means reliable, trustworthy, true to his word. That's, that, that, you know, she, she, uh, she judged him reliable, trustworthy, true to his word. And, you know, again, here's Sarah. You know, she didn't just wake up one morning. She had a lifetime of seeing things. She saw great things with her own eyes. She saw how she was protected from the king when she was, uh, taken into his harem. 
I mean, she was she was in danger. Uh, she saw how the her and Abraham were blessed with cattle, silver, and gold. They were very very rich. She saw how God was so faithful all her life, and then she heard. And, you know, that's direct. I mean, when you what you see is direct. I mean, it's direct God showing you something. But then on the other hand, a lot of times we know things because what do other people say? She heard Abraham testify how God allowed him to go and conquer the five kings of Sodom and, and bring Lot's stuff back to him and how God had talked to him about his descendants. Oh, don't be discouraged, Sarah. You know, Sarai was her name at that time. You know, look at the dust. We're going to have descendants greater than the dust of the earth. That's what God told me. God told me, look at the stars. We're going to have descendants greater than the number of stars, uh, greater than the sand on the seashore. You know, he's, he's encouraging his wife all along. She heard the testimony indirectly. She knew about God making promises. And what she saw and what she heard made her know that she could depend on God. And I mean, 90 days after she was renamed Sarah, which means princess, mother of all living, then she conceived. There had to be an act of faith. And she and Abraham both had to, had to ha they had the ingredients for that miracle and, the, and they cooked that cake together. <laughs> and Isaac was born the time that God told him about that time a year from now, you're going to embrace a son. And that's exactly what happened. And she uh, had the ingredients of that miracle because what she had seen and heard and knew. So uh, I'm just going to go over these ingredients. I've already mentioned them a couple of times. What you've seen, what you've heard, and what you know. That's the ingredients that we have. The ingredients for miracles for you and the ingredients for miracles for a lost world. I mean, you, you just never know when people need. They don't have the ingredients, but you do. You know, sometimes you can you can bake them a cake yourself. You can bake them a cake of miracles. All, you know, they done, their their faith isn't really involved very much. Well, you know, sometimes God will God will make it work that way. So let's uh, just want to share this with you. Don't forget, but remember what you have seen, what you have seen. Just think about all the things you've seen in your life. God has taught you directly. God has demonstrated himself faithful and reliable and trustworthy. He has, he has come through for, through for you time and again. It's Thanksgiving time. I, you know, I think it'd be really profitable if we'd sit down and think about what well, we've seen. God, we've seen a lot. I've been thinking a lot about all the things that God has allowed me to see. I, I think about my years at Lakewood where I would be up on the platform getting ready to close the services in prayer, and he always had me up there while he was doing the altar call, and I got to watch hundreds of people every service. And so over all those years, eight years of doing that job, I don't know how many thousand people I saw come to Jesus. They came down that aisle. They stood in front of him. They let, raised their hand. They said the sinner's prayer. And uh, what a privilege. Man, I've, <laughs> I mean, I've seen some things. I've seen some miracles. I've seen some miracles that I've had under my hands. I've seen miracles that other people had under their hands. You know, God has taught me directly. He's taught you directly. He's demonstrated his faithfulness directly to you. So don't forget, stir it up. Now's a good time to start thanking God. Start thinking back over your life. Think about all the things that you've seen that God has done. 
and thank him for it. You've seen a lot. Secondarily, thank God for what you've heard. See, that's indirect. Maybe you didn't see it yourself, but someone testified. Someone testified of what God did for them. You heard their testimony. Or someone like me has preached to you the good word of God and you heard my testimony. I testify about the miracles I've seen. Uh, you've seen miracles under my, in my ministry and, and then you heard about miracles that I talk about. And, and you might not have been there to see that particular one, but I talk about it and, I, and you hear about it. See, that's indirect. You didn't, you weren't a personal, you weren't personally there, but it's indirect. I think about how powerful it was for the woman with the issue of blood. Someone came up to her and it says she heard of Jesus. See, she heard a testimony. No doubt somebody was at the meeting where everyone got healed, where everyone, he laid hands on everybody and everybody got healed. No doubt somebody from that meeting came by and said, you know what? You know, I know you've been really sick a long time, 12 years you spent all your money and on doctors and you're nothing better, but you're rather you're growing worse. But I know a man. I know a man who's a healer. And when she heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind because she continually said, if I can just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. I shall be whole. I shall be whole. And so what she heard, see, she hadn't seen anything but what she heard. Boy, you've heard a lot. I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of testimonies. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I've heard a lot of the word of God. You know, every day I thank God for hearing the word of faith. I think about it when I first started after I got saved. It could have been just a circumstance or two where I would have stuck in some denominational church, some kind of church with a with a lack of, of real revelation of God's power. You know, I could have just move from one religion to another religion. But oh, thank God, somehow I wound up at, at Lakewood Church under Pastor John Osteen, and I was able to to hear and see things, you know, there that I wouldn't have seen. Oh, hallelujah. So don't forget what you've heard. Stir it up. You've heard a lot. You've seen a lot. And now what the last one, the last ingredient, you know a lot. <laughs> because knowing is a product of what you've seen and what you've heard. Knowing is, is a product of what you've seen and what you've heard. You, you can't really know much if you hadn't seen anything. You can't know much if you hadn't heard anything. But when you've heard and seen what you've heard and seen, listen, you know a lot. I've, some of you know this, most of you don't, but I've traveled the world. I've been all over the world. I've been in India. I've been in Philippines. I've been in Europe. I've been in Canada. I've been in Mexico. I've been all across this country. I've been a lot of places. And I'm telling you, I know a whole lot of things that a lot of Christians that I come across and even preachers, they don't know. Bless their heart. I mean, they haven't been where I, they haven't seen what I've seen. They haven't heard what I've heard. So that's why I go to them. I used to. I don't do it anymore because I've just, God's got a different part of my ministry now. We send others. But, boy, it's, it's what you know is a product of what you've seen and heard directly and indirectly. And so I think give thanks for what I know. I mean, I don't take it for granted. That's that's impels me to keep going and keep moving and grooving. I'm, I'm planning on staying to the very end until Jesus comes back and gives me a brand new body. <laughs> Hallelujah. So uh, don't forget what you know. Stir it up. 
because you know a lot. And you've judged God reliable, trustworthy, and true to his word. And you have the same name, you have the same power of the Holy Ghost, and you have the same word that the apostles did, that even Jesus did. And you have the ingredients for miracles. Just go ahead and let the power of the Holy Ghost turn up the heat and bake that bake that cake, bake that miracle pie, bake that thing that you can give to somebody. Bake that miracle loaf of bread that's going to get somebody broken through to their blessing. Come on, lift your hands to, and receive tonight. Ingredients for miracles. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Happy Thanksgiving to you.